Hi, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Shack. I'm your co-host, Michael Shack, And I'm Nathaniel Shack. Oh. I love the way you sing that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it, I always feel very awkward doing it, so it always ends up sounding very forced and musical. And I, I wonder if anyone's ever noticed that you never say goodbye. I know. Um, I almost you, did last time by accident, but I really held it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's just too polite, or or what would be the reason? Um, it just it's comedic timing. Oh. So when I when I finally do it, it's going to be hilarious. Man, you're <laughs> yeah. you're a pro. That's the 100 special. 100 we're wait, episode special we're waiting one. for that. Oh, we are far beyond that, aren't we? Maybe oh. for your five minute ones. Are we beyond that? I think so. Did Beyond I miss what? that special? Oh, no, I guess it wouldn't be. No. The what? I don't know what you're talking episodes. about. Yeah, yeah, I must have missed of. something. I was no, in the marriage podcast, we've done we've done a lot of them. Oh, you're talking about how many episodes we've How done. many episodes? Probably 200 at least of those. I don't know. Yeah, but the weekly ones, no. Obviously not, not 100 yet. Mm. No, I wonder if there's a way to tell. But Nathaniel, we had a reader named Faye that said to say hello to everybody. All right. Hello, hello. Hello. And what did she say about your voice, Dad? She liked your Ooh. soothing voice, I think it was. He does That's... have a soothing voice. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> it's soothing. It just You're makes hilarious. me fall asleep. So right before we got on air, um, yeah. you said something about the last time you had breakfast. And I was like, save that conversation for when we're on the podcast. So when is the last time that you All had right. breakfast? I would say I am 19 right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Am I? You give, you, you yeah. give your age when you're answering the question of when was the last time you had breakfast? Well, so okay. people know. So I can, if I say like, oh, I was uh, like, how old? Huh. I probably would have been about 13. <laughs> or is really? it the last time I've had like cereal in the morning? Yeah, like to have cereal on a regular, or to have breakfast in general on a regular I mean, basis. I've probably eaten stuff at like 10 in the morning, and that might be considered breakfast, but I've never gotten up, sat down, and like, I'm going to have breakfast today. Oh, yeah, yeah, when it's already like lunchtime. Yeah. So for me, um, I am like 55, and I think the last time that I... I've only had breakfast when I've been in the hospital with the babies, and you are 19, yes. so I probably so I haven't wondering. really technically had breakfast since I was in the hospital with you, but um, sometimes um, dad would make us a special breakfast every now and then. That is which true. Was, that's, I would I probably consider was that really breakfast. really special. <laughs> and I, you guys did have like breakfast and stuff, cereal before school, but I didn't eat that with you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. I Maybe the last time I had a, a real breakfast is when you cooked it. Probably like a year or two ago. He makes good breakfast, doesn't he? I like eggs. Does he make, <laughs> but he doesn't do eggs. He usually does waffles, no, do. sausages, no, scrambled bacon, scrambled. bacon. Yeah, scrambled eggs. Oh. One thing people don't make enough of for breakfast is hash browns. There's yeah. a reason for that. You gotta start making hash because browns. Because they're gross. No. Okay. All They're right. made of potatoes. This is where I'm going to have to disagree with you. <laughs> this is it. Oh, I have actually had a McDonald's breakfast every once in a while, I think. We recently had that, Michael. Is that because we were moving or something? We had yes, to get up actually. really early in the morning. Yep. 
So we picked up something on the way. And if you go to McDonald's before 11, then you have to order the breakfast. I haven't had a bowl of cereal since I was very young. Me too. I, I remember a vague memory of me having a bowl of cereal and crying. I think it was Rice Krispies. <laughs> and I was just bawling my eyes out. And that's the last I remember. Why would you be crying? Because I did not want to eat cereal. I didn't want to eat just, my breakfast. Why? Oh. What's wrong with cereal? Just I'm curious. Just gross. Well, I don't oh, love milk. Don't love cereal, milk. It's a, it's a timed meal. That's what I don't like about it. It's like a it's race. A, yeah. What? Yeah. No. Right? Yes. yes. You have to squeeze it, it in between the time you get up and the time you head out. Breakfast also, is the... No, 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 no. no. In the, it gets no, soggy. No. It gets soggy. If you don't eat it in like five minutes, then it starts to oh. get soggy and it's like too late. Bre- no, breakfast is right. the best meal of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, bar but none. that doesn't mean it doesn't well, get soggy. Well, if you wake up, a point. Well, you eat it. What do you... Do you put it on a shelf and That's watch it or something? Because it's timed. You feel rushed. No, you don't. You should never feel rushed when eating a meal. Then get up a little bit earlier. <laughs> well, no, it, it all starts when you pour the milk. Don't matter what time you wake up. Oh, yeah. okay, that's your point. Well, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. When, well, see, then you have to get something like sugar crisps that have a thick sugar coating oh. that doesn't allow the moisture to even touch the sugar crisp. It, those are pretty good. They're you know bad. what's really good? <laughs> They're those, terrible for you, I'm sure. They, those no. little oatmeal packs that you just had, like Ooh, some boiling, you had some water, put them in the microwave for a minute, put some cinnamon on that. I would have those like for night snacks because when I was in the hospital with you guys, they would give me that and I loved it. Oh, mm. It was so good. But if you're going to have a, a breakfast that doesn't include sugar, then I would say, oh, there's a special kind of bacons that you can get, really thick bacon, sliced, uh, thick sliced bacon, um, and scrambled eggs, Who pancakes. thick sliced bacon? Just have the thin, crispy stuff. No. That's, that's kind of dull. No. Mm. No. If you, why, why would you get that if you can get the good stuff? Canadian bacon. There you go. Mm. There you, you can't beat it. You've got this thing about steak and eggs too. Like you've made that. Steak for your and dad egg a is really times. good. Well, that's my dad's. That's my dad's thing. So I'm not as much into steak as as he would be, but uh, but I can yeah I can enjoy a good steak for sure. Do you know that I never tr- like really had a steak or tried a steak? Yep. Until I was about what 40, 35? Probably. Yeah, I, I just thought no, I didn't go for that. But but if it's made the right way, I do like them now. Well, see now here's I love them the, if it's good. Well, the reason for all of the the talk about this is that uh, just before we got onto the podcast, Nathaniel let me know that he just is absolutely anemic. <laughs> so, and I'm saying, well, when was the last is time? Is anemic you... the right word? Well, you have no energy. Um, you probably don't have any kind of vitamins at all in your system. Okay. Maybe which, he's just overworked. I live off photosynthesis. Yeah. <laughs> there there <laughs> might be a problem right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a tree. I so. want to settle something here. I want to, I want to know your, your opinion on this. All right? Okay. Sure. Best His way to cook a both? steak. Oh. So, okay. Say that again. Best, best way to cook a steak. Medium. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, well done. Wrong, wrong. Medium wow. or medium well. I nope. usually go medium well. Well done. Well done well is the way to do it. 
No. Two against one. Well, what if, yeah, if you've, if you've worn your shoes out and you need new shoe leather, then, <laughs> then well done. No, not if perfect. it's done properly. See, you told me that for years. So I was like, oh, okay, I can't really order the well done. I'll have to go medium well. Like, so when I started ordering steak for the first time, I would listen to him and go for medium well. Then I learned, like, if you go to a place like the keg and you order a well done steak, it's not going to be like shoe leather. It's going well, to be. Well, what fun is there in that, though? Because every time that I said to you, get medium well, you said, you took a few bites and said, well, I don't really want this. And you shoveled it onto my plate. So. Oh, oh. Do you remember we are old neighbors when we lived on Ravensden? That really weird thing that they used to do with chips. Oh, that really gross thing? Yes. Really Nathaniel, gross thing? do you know this? What? I don't know what you're talking Our about. Our neighbors at all. used to eat like Who will who will remain? We're not gonna say them. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. They used mm-hmm. to eat like tortilla chips. Yep. The woman did. The woman did. Yeah. Because right. she loved um what do you call that? Rare meat? Grossness. She loved rare meat, as rare as you can get oh, it. Oh, I know exactly. She ate where her this tortilla chips with raw ground beef. Yep. Her husband said the whole family did it. When he met their family, he was stunned. Yeah. They would like have raw ground beef and tortilla chips. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's like sushi. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I can't like. <laughs> oh, I can't cook my ground beef enough. It's just like the more browner, the better. It's so good. Ground beef has this sweet smell to it. <laughs> maybe. maybe. It's like a ketchup. Ground, Do you know what I mean? Ground beef, kind of. Now that you say that. It's got like yeah. a ketchup yeah. smell. Yeah. Maybe it tastes good. Maybe don't Ooh. knock it till you try well, it. I made the I'm joke. I'm not trying it. When, when she said it to us, <laughs> I made the joke to her husband that uh, I said, oh yeah, and in the neighborhood you guys used to live, the farmers always thought it was the magpies biting pieces out of the cows, right? <laughs> I thought she's just like sneaking out at night and just taking a bite out of the side of the, the, the cattle. Ugh. <laughs> just, but it's gross and it's and it's... I don't know. Like, how many diseases can you get from uncooked ground beef? Like salmonella? Nothing from beef, right? I thought beef was no. totally fine. Oh, no, I no, see no. What you mean? Like people not, eat their steaks rare? They barely yeah, touch but them. not ground beef. Not ground beef. I thought ground no, beef was okay. No, not to eat raw. Oh, I think his little googling is huh. going to happen. I think you're. I think you know, <laughs> Give me a second here. I can't see like if if people are just eating their steaks extremely rare. I don't know why it would be any different. Because in ground beef, beef, beef. you oh. are grinding it up and it's going through the machines, and so if there's any, if the machines were used for anything before that that have um, like chicken or anything like that, then you're gonna have you're gonna cross contaminate. So if someone invites you over for roast beef and you say, no, that's okay. I don't want you to go through the trouble. And they say, oh, no worries. It'll just take a minute. Run. <laughs> just run. <laughs> it probably does. Apparently there, apparently there isn't much research done on actually the effects of raw meat. It just says that it can't be good. <laughs> can't be good. It can't be. But, but it says there wasn't any research on the benefits of it. Well, there wouldn't be benefits, I don't think. Okay, when uh, it could, a lot of people could think of it being healthier, Ew. you know, kind of more organic. Ew. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Here's a really dumb question, I guess, but is tuna in a can? Right. Is that raw? No. No. That's cooked. Raw tuna is crazy looking. Okay, I didn't <laughs> it's know. It's like a vibrant pink, isn't it? It depends on which kind of tuna. There's so many different types it's of tuna. It's also huge sometimes. But pink would be salmon. 
raw tuna? I thought maybe it's just a vibrant red. That's probably. I don't what I'm know. Of. Yeah, I we don't always know. talk about food, don't we? We do. Have you ever seen a tuna steak? Yes. They're huge. They're enormous. Yeah. No, yeah. I've never seen it. You can feed a family tuna of twenty of fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I tried tuna, but growing up, my dad didn't like fish, and no. so we never, ever, ever had fish in the house. Never tried it. He didn't like chicken time, either, except for tuna. He didn't like chicken, but my mom liked it enough that she would she like still like make chicken. chicken for us. He didn't like chicken and fish. No. So at like Thanksgiving and stuff, had, we had turkey, but he wouldn't eat it. He would just have the potatoes and all meatballs or whatever there was, right? So wow, Dad wouldn't. He didn't like it. Yeah. No. Oh well. You know what else there was? Um, when we were young, we grew up in a Catholic church till I was about ten years old, I think. Mm-hmm. We were Catholic, so they used to have fish Fridays. But since Ooh. my dad didn't like fish, um, I don't know why, but I think it was. We'd have pancakes on Fridays, if I remember right. Or was it Fish Wednesdays? I don't remember. Whichever day it was, we though, to, we would I have like know. pancakes. It's kind of like an unleavened bread thing, I guess, or something. It was a lot of times we'd have those really skinny ones. My mom called them pancakes. Oh, crepes. Yes, crepes. Okay. They I, make me sick. Me too. Me oh. too. Crepes are fine. Yeah, no. You've I, had I, them, Nathaniel? Oh, yeah, I made them a bunch. Crepes? Yeah. No. I've never seen yes, you sir. make crepes. Really? At school I did a lot. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, to me that's we just that's just pure, we were pure fine. gross. <laughs> just really, really <laughs> gross. But I've only ever had um crepes at my friend's house. His mom was Catholic mm. and she used to do the same thing. She'd make crepes once a week every, the same day every yeah, week. It was like Fridays or something. I, don't I think know. it was fish Fridays cuz when I had my babies too, I'd be in the hospital, and then on Fridays, because it was, it was a Catholic Catholic hospital, hospital they'd yeah. have Fish Fridays. Okay, I was so disappointed. I'd be like, "Oh no, <laughs> I want lasagna Wednesday. Give me back." That. I want to go into labor on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but no, she the way she made them, uh, they invited me over. They called them pancakes, so that they got me in the door. And I sat down at the table, and uh, and they were just these really paper thin things, and they they rolled them up and cut them and ate them. Ooh, oh, yeah. you can drizzle Some, chocolate on them. A lot of people them love them. Nice. Oh, I just, uh, I don't know. It's just a pancake. No, no, they were slimy. I didn't Ugh. like. It's very easy to cook them raw. Ugh. Well, if you're co- you can't like, cook anything raw. Like cook them. Well, not cook them enough, I guess. Okay. I say. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it, it yeah. maybe it was just like raw eggs or something that the eggs weren't just weren't cooked enough or something. It was a lot of yeah. people. It's it's it looks cooked if you put it on there for like a second and then flip it and then cook it a little bit more. Yeah. Then it will look cooked, but sometimes the middle isn't. Oh. It'll be okay. A slimy, maybe but it's good enough. Maybe. The, oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> bad. Oh, it was bad. Ooh, I got a little. I got a little pancake tip. Okay. You know, for people who really love fluffy pancakes, mm-hmm. apparently if you sift the ingredients like 10 times, it makes them extremely fluffy. Oh. You just got to keep sifting them, re-sift it. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see yeah, like to sift something it. in mm. a recipe, I just skip that part. Oh, you should be doing that. <laughs> it's just like, no, skip. Because it, <laughs> like it, it allows air into all of it. 
and it makes it fluffy. Oh. kind of puffs so it up. So it really works. So if you do that, it'll absorb all the syrup and all that, and it tastes real good. Mm. I don't know if that I would agree sense. with that. But I've done it. Really? Mm. If you sift it a bunch, it lets a ton of air into it, breaks it all up. But then you have to mix it with egg and milk and everything. Yeah, but I yeah, think what he's saying is that you separate it more, there. so each of those little particles get coated. With the and milk and, and all that. Oh, so you don't have the golf ball size piece that didn't get mixed and, and you pour it right. into the pan and, and then you bite into it after and it just sends this yeah. wafting it's like cloud. Salt. <laughs> it's like throwing salt in the air and throwing a, a cup of flour into the air. One of them is going to be a lot more airy. You know, it's going to spread more. Hey, do I it. had a question for you, Nathaniel. Okay. Did you know, and I'm reading this here in front of me now. The U.S. government okay. is set to reveal UFO secrets. <gasps> they do like every year, don't they? No, 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 no. No, this is this was actually included in one of the bills that went through Congress, and it was the government funding bill. Somebody tacked this on and said that um, the spy agencies have to reveal their X files. I'm surprised so, they haven't. Uh, well, and and so it's it says here federal uh, the federal agencies have 180 days to make the files public. Um, huh. Yeah, and uh, and so it looks like that's that's going to happen. Yeah, but are you guys telling me that you believe in this? You believe in UFOs? I'd like to clarify something here right now. Okay. Sure. Okay. UFO doesn't mean alien. No. It doesn't. It means UFO. it right. was a weather Unidentified balloon. flying object. That's right. Yeah. And do I believe that there were little green aliens walking around? No. I think they were white. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because I'm looking at the picture of, of the one that they have here at Roswell. And it's um, the guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're white. A chalky right. white looking. <laughs> so, just really but, sickly pale looking. Pale looking, yeah. yeah. But um, but no, I just think what it's going to be is just a long, long list because they're supposed to release all of the instances with explanations. And you're going to just see just weather balloons and, you know, weather Meteors. anomalies. Whatever. I assume there's going to be like some spy planes from other countries, stuff like that. I don't know, but maybe. I mean, that would make sense. Might be. Just say, yeah. hey, we've, we saw like a drone from this country that was flying over the ocean. Yeah. Ooh, that reminds at the time, but sure. sorry, what you saying? That reminds me of something I'm gonna write about tonight. It about is a drone military no. drones? <laughs> no, it's about it's about space. It's about the sun and the moon and when God created them, he created a greater light and a lesser light. And those two lights represent Ooh. Christ is the greater light and we are the lesser light. So we are uh, the Bible says that Jesus says, I am the light. But then the Bible also says that we are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. So the way that that makes sense is that we actually reflect the light of Christ. And that's what the moon does. That's the lesser that's light. Right. And so yep. the interesting thing too, is that when the earth is between the sun and the moon, it doesn't shine as bright. So when the world, you let the things of the world stand between you and God, you're not shining as bright as you could and should be. But it's when the earth moves out of the way that the moon is shining at its full potential. That's cool, eh? That just makes you brilliant. Not really. It just makes me like pay attention to the things I see in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, it's really interesting. Because right, everything cool. is, it, yeah, everything that, that's created is created according to a pattern. 
And that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. I went back to Genesis 1 today, which I don't usually go and say, hey, I'm going to start back at Genesis, but it's been a while. So I went through and there was so much to be learned. It was just amazing, like how um, vegetation was created on the third day. Mm-hmm. And that's really important because there wasn't really life on the earth until the third day. And that third day represents the first fruits when Christ rose from the dead on the third day mm-hmm. as well. So that's how we can also remember when was the plant created. They were created on the third day. And so there is a lot of things. The creation of the world is very uh, symbolic of the cre- of the when we become a new creature in Christ and it says that the that the earth was there and it was void and it was darkness was upon the face of the deep and that is the same as us that we were void we are without Christ darkness is upon us but then when we become Christians God says let there be light and then that light is separated from the dark and that is um, symbolic also of our walk with Jesus. Separating from evil. Separating the, yeah, yeah. The, the evil from the light. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and so as you're going through this, it's like, oh, there's so much that is not only just super interesting, but also like symbolic of our walk with God and mm-hmm. the whole creation and how he made everything. It's just, it's just awe-inspiring I guess as you realize how much detail is put into scripture right oh and there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot there is I'm I'm sort of like have decided a few days ago that I would like to in a way be doing my own mini Bible college I guess it is so I'm studying the Bible hopefully at least three times three hours a day and that means I got to turn off the TV more. I've got to just focus more on just studying the Bible and not putting on Netflix at night, but but getting into my Which Bible. Which you don't and usually more. do anyway, but I do. I, I really love to binge a good show when I can find one. When you find one, okay. yeah. All right. And then the in between times, I'm like, can't find one anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, you're still there. I'm here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have fallen asleep. You know, I'll tell you something. It's really funny because um, the two of us here um, do the podcasts all the time. Like every right. day we're recording them. And I'm just yakking with her across the table here like we always do. And I totally forgot you were on the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys do so that. I sorry. usually look into some cool topics to think about. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where uh-huh. I come up with all my cool questions. really i did not know this yeah okay so well let's let's see okay let me do the cool question this time okay i'm gonna come up with something whoa okay i hope you're gonna let's just trade it everybody will come up with one um if you could be part of a book Mm -hmm. what book would you be part of like if you could go into Mm, a book the holy bible Oh, that was just too easy. <laughs> okay. Which book? Yeah, but wait a minute, though. Colossians? Uh-oh. Yeah, Colossians. I mean, obviously <laughs> Colossians, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, aside from the Bible. Yeah, okay. Aside from the Bible. You have to be a character in a book. Yeah, you'd have to be... Well, not... Re- no, but you could... You'd have to be part of the story in the book. Okay. What would What would yours be, Michael? Give us time to think. Well, I see. I'm supposed to do this to you because you oh, always you, complain that I never. You gotta have an answer if you ask the question. 
That's well, the trick. It's pretty easy, I guess, for me. Would it be Pippi Long's Talkings? Oh, that's just sad. That's easy. <laughs> you want to be Pippi Longstockings? Yeah. No, I don't wow. want to be Pippi. I would like to be with Tommy and Annika when they go to her house. Who? Like that just child, that childhood imagination and just the, it was just like, oh, growing up, that's all I wanted to do just to be like, oh, I wish I could go to Pippi's house. And then I did have a friend that was a lot like Pippi. She was such a goof, which was really fun for me. But I think, yeah, let me, I'm, I'm still thinking though, is there more? Is there more? What about like, <laughs> what about like the dictionary? Just a oh, big be- library. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I want to be part of Wikipedia. I mean, that'd be great. All information well, you- just right there. Oh, there's a lot of information there. See, if I was part of something like, oh, what's that famous story with Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth? Mm. You Um, know. Sense and Sensibility? Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice, that's it. If I was in Pride and Prejudice, I'd probably be like one of like an ugly sister or cousin or something. (laughs) So like (laughs) if I don't get to be Elizabeth, that's not all that fun. Like I'm like, no. So... Yeah, it would be kind of cool to go back in there and try to be like in a period drama, but I'd have to have some kind of like a character that is really fun, you know. So who would you like to be, Michael? Where would you like to go? Um, off the top of my head, I would l- I would like to be um, in a Sherlock Holmes mystery. Ooh. Ooh. I think would that would be really cool. Would, would you, you be, be the, the bad villain? guy? Yeah. No, oh, come on. <laughs> Me? No. You got to fool Sherlock. No, no, no. I'm going to be... Watson is sick. He's got COVID. You're so. Sherlock's sister? Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You'd, oh, you'd just be the replacement Watson. I'm you the replacement Watson. You wouldn't even be Watson. No, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even be Watson. No, because okay. there already is a Watson. That wouldn't work. That's true. You're right. Yeah. But uh, but I would I would solve the mystery. Mm. Yeah. I'd... I'd would yeah, you? I'd that would be catch the bad fun. guy. Ooh. I'd, I'd have to explain it all to Sherlock, though. But right. that would be half the book is just explaining what he should do. But yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, Nathaniel, you get another chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> Dictionary wasn't a good answer. No, nope. it was not. No. Neither was Pippi, by the way. But um, oh, I, oh. Little, I was thinking Little House in the Prairie, but there was a lot of danger back then. There you was. know, living on the prairies and it was rough and cold. Well, what about Pippi on the high seas? That yes. was pretty dangerous. No, I don't want to go on the high seas. <laughs> I'd get sick. Oh, I would totally go on the high seas. Okay. No. Is I Gilmore don't... Girls a book? Because if Gilmore Girls is a book, that would be 100% my first choice. <laughs> Nathaniel, know. rescue us here. <laughs> What's your read choice? I read a lot of fiction, surprisingly. Right? Okay. I, the books I did read at school were all biographies. What about the old books, like The Cheese I read The Touch. Toad and the Frog. <laughs> you mean Diary of what? Wimpy Kid? <laughs> yeah, you could be the Wimpy Kid. <laughs> the Cheese Touch? Well, remember, <laughs> remember I, I used to read... Diary of a Wimpy Kid? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how, how about my favorite children's book, The Possum Come A-Knockin' at the Door? You That's could be a in that book. You'd be the Grandpa is Rockin'? Yeah. Yeah. Can I be That'd Green be Eggs good. and or Ham? <laughs> you could you could yes. you have to choose you okay. can't be both oh. I'll be the kids that were running away from the green eggs and ham 
Or were they? You can be yeah. the you can be the cat in the hat. Oh, that guy's weird. Then he gets though. he gets grinched. Oh, that was that, a that really weird. That whole story creeps me out. Yeah, the it cat does. in the hat is just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I wouldn't want to be those kids. Like, I don't even know why they're home alone in the first place. Where's their mom? At like, work. Was the cat supposed to be babysitting them? I think so. Who would let a cat babysit their kids? I would. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> Aww. Hey, remember last week when we said at the end of the thing that we're not going to talk about our COVID restrictions anymore? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm going to bend the rule for a minute. Did you hear that it's that they have allowed us now to have two people in our house, Nathaniel? Yeah, we're allowed two visitors. It has to be two designated people. So now we've got to make the choice of choosing our two favorite kids. Who's going to be invited? I don't. We don't know. (laughs) Okay. okay. It's going to be. We'll have to work on. We'll have to see who's nicest to us. I guess. Those will be the. The two kids. Maybe you guys could make uh, me and dad your two designated visitors. <laughs> so you can't have your yeah. friends over. Sorry. <laughs> See you tomorrow. You know, we've it's never actually had our friends over here. No. But now you can. You can have only two, though. So I'd say Brendan doesn't get a friend, but you and Graham could each have one. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll just cut Brendan out of that deal. Yeah. Well, Gabby the dog gets one. That's true. Or gets two friends. Yeah. Mm. If we we can't have somebody. Maddie. Maddie's family can't come because there's four, two babies, eh, and you know a what? mom and dad. Oh, wow, and she does have another kid. Soon. Yeah, which you have not seen yet. No, what's its name again? Joseph. <laughs> what's its name? It's, it's a guy, or right? It's a guy. It, it's a boy, <laughs> little boy. Joseph okay. Edward. No, Joseph it's a Edward. dude. Yeah. yeah, Joseph Edward. Okay. Yeah, we didn't. We haven't got to Is hold like him or anything yet. No, 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 oh. no, no. And there's not very many great nicknames for Joseph. Like she Joey. doesn't like the name Joe. She <laughs> no, says Joey. Yeah. You're not allowed. How about Joe's? I have a nickname. Joe's. For <laughs> yeah, I love that name. <laughs> or Jojo. Joe's. I've got a nickname for you, and it's biblical. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? Nate No No <laughs> It's Big Than Big oh. Than I've been reading Esther this week right. And Big Than and Teresh Teresh or Teresh They were the ones who conspired to assassinate the king Ooh. And Mordecai overheard them speaking So I thought Big Than is kind of a cute name for you But you're not really big yet I don't But really... if you ever get big then we're gonna. Then we'll be able to call you Big Than. You're okay. still pretty little, I'd say. Really? You're medium size. Have yeah. Well, you went from little to medium for... in a in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't see you very often anymore, so that's I don't, true. I, don't I haven't know. seen you guys in a while. No, it's been a, been a, been too long. Been too long. But, yeah. but every time I longer. read that now, and I did read it a lot this week. And I keep on reading about Big Than, and every single time I read that name, I think of you, Big Than. Okay, I'm never going to forget that now. So he's big, the villain, Big Than. What What was the question that you had? Oh, it wasn't much of a question. I was more doing research on a little a little thought I had. Oh, all right. Does Are you going to expand? I'm going to expand. You were talking about the reflection from the moon, right? 
Yeah. And then I got the idea that I thought I heard at some point where doesn't everything give off light like naturally? Give off light like produce light? Yes. Apparently it does at a very complicated level. (laughs) But everything does give off light? Mm Hmm. Okay. Mm. When you were, it, I mean, it's like not as simple as like, yeah, everything shines. Like we okay. would see nothing if it wasn't for light. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> everything we see is only a reflection of light. Yes. There you go. Is yeah. actually then. But no, I mean like everything gives off its own light source. Gives off a light <laughs> Obvious, source. It's not as as simple as just everything is giving off its own light source. Are, but are we talking? Is it reflecting light or does it? I have mean, a like, light no. hey, it's like start a fire. It's like everything is glowing. <laughs> okay, so you're saying in the same in the sense that everything also has gravity. You're yes. saying that everything also gives uh, emits light. I've never heard what that. What does before. gravity have to do with? I this? mean, it's well, like in this. Huh? Go ahead, Nathaniel. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm more saying like everything gives off. Uh, it's not reflection; it's its own light source. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Really? I've never heard that before. A piece of wood. All matter a dead, emits light. A dead piece of wood. How can matter emit light? Because light is energy. You need electrons, energy to produce light. Electrons. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's I love the way you. You're like <laughs> Professor Frank. Yeah, electrons. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's not enough to see. Like, you can look at something; it's not going to be glowing. But okay. Technically, it emits light. Wow, that's interesting. All and right. if I'm completely wrong on this, let me know. That's oh, right. Because I've, be I've only yeah, really done like five minutes of research on it. Yeah, we you love who, to involve listeners. So, if anybody knows anything on this, you know who is a very good fact checker. She took over Elaine's job some because Elaine just quit like long ago. Mm-mm. <laughs> Kathy, Elaine. Kathy, my Kathy. sister Kathy. Does she everything very, have light? She's a smart. And she listens and she will often tell me stuff. I, sometimes I think, like, why is she telling me this? Like one day she sent me a a text about um, oh about uh, maternity leave, in how much maternity leave we get. I just randomly got this text. She's like, oh, Manitobans give off this much maternity leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Give off? Or give out. Give out. You oh, okay. know, we're eligible for... And then I <laughs> realized it. it took a couple hours. And then leave. later I realized, oh, we were talking about that in the podcast. Oh, Kathy's yeah. listening. Yeah. So oh, yeah, she's no. listening in. If we ever had anything like bad to say about her, we better not... All of my facts might be wrong. <laughs> All of them might. Oh, no. Didn't account for people checking them. Oh, man. So, okay. Guess what else is happening this weekend? Ooh. You're That's gonna, not much of a guess. Probably, you'll find this out when you go to work. Oh, All no. um, stores are not going to block off anything for sale Ooh, anymore. I heard about that a few days ago. We yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Nothing's off limits. We can go in and buy a pen. I felt so sorry for a lady at the store today. She was standing there looking for uh, a greeting card. Yeah. And I guess the 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 tape that says like do not cross this yellow tape yep. had right. must have fallen or something. Because right beside it was all taped off. Everything was taped off, but this one little section and she was buying her card. I thought 
she's going to waste all this time. And by the time she gets to the cash register, they're going to say, lady, you can't buy this card. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, but now the thing is, they'll probably put things back in effect because as soon as they relax it, then it gets worse and then they have to clamp back down again. So it's, it's just kind of back and yeah. forth. But, oh, well, yeah. you know what? It's, we're all starting to get used to this a little bit more every month. Yeah. <laughs> I got so used to it on like the first day, I think. I think most people do. No, it's tough. It's, I, I find it tough, but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, just yeah. kind of go with oh, it. Yeah. It's life. So yeah. when, when yeah. do you go back to work? You're, you have today off. Do you tomorrow. have tomorrow off? No. You go back tomorrow? I go back tomorrow. <laughs> I've started a trend of the uh, head nod where I work. That works. Oh, my, do you guys all do that? You've done that a long days, time. Nobody did it, and then I started doing it to everybody, and now everybody, every time they pass each other, I see them do it. Well, you know what? Okay, <laughs> become here's the thing about it. <laughs> yeah. You know where that comes from? Uh, No, I remember Grandpa. where I learned it from. Oh. Where? It's in a video. You remind... You remind me so much of Grandpa when you do that. Oh, you look just like him. You have this little head nod like, okay. okay wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to contest that a little bit because mm-hmm. I think you learned it from somewhere else. Me? Well, he's yeah. saying he did. I did. Oh, oh. I, yeah, see, no, I, didn't I vividly remember the moment I learned it. Oh, oh, okay, when? Okay, I was sitting at, at home, day after school. I was like grade, grade eight-ish. Okay. And uh, watching a video and someone got asked a question like, okay, like what do you do when you're awkwardly, when you're looking at somebody and you kind of space out and then they look back at you and you make awkward eye contact. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, best thing you do is just look at them, give them a little nod, you know, just, yeah. uh, just to, like, you know, say, hey, I realize I'm looking at you. Just say hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have one of those. You just made that. You made that kind of weird with that explanation, I think. But okay, I have this story. (laughs) I went to a restaurant with someone in my family. Yeah, I'm not going to say her name. She's got red hair. (laughs) Okay, there you go. And so we're sitting there in um, Montana's, and I say to her, "That guy over there is staring at us." Okay, there's a guy sitting like just a, a little bit of ways across the restaurant. You know how sometimes when somebody's like blanking out, they're kind of just staring at you and they don't realize they're staring at you maybe? They're staring at the wall behind you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I wasn't sure, but I'm like, he, he's been staring for a long time. So she turns, she's got like way more chutzpah than I do. She stares at the guy and she is just staring staring him down for like a good minute and this is like one awkward long minute and they're just like staring at each other and then as soon as he breaks the stare she gives him that nod you know that nod like okay we're done and all of a sudden um some people come into the restaurant and sit with him and I was like oh those were the people that were standing outside the window before. Like we were at the window and he was looking at his friends who were outside the window. And here's my friend just staring at him. Like he was not even looking at us. He was looking at his friends outside the window. I was like, there's no way just do that. Yeah. No possible way to recover from that. There's just not. You just get up, leave the tip on the table and leave. When you're just staring someone down and then you give them the nod after a minute. Oh, wow. You know where I thought you got it from, Nathaniel? Was that? Was for for, for us, um, we bought a Jeep 
uh, Jeep Wrangler. That's years what ago. I thought of. Yeah. What? Uh, back in uh, in 2012, I bought a Jeep Wrangler, and the first thing that I learned about buying a Jeep Wrangler is that there is some kind of a like a community that when you own one of these things, get ready to wave because every single person that drives one of these things, when they approach you, they always wave at you. That's right. It's the Jeep and, wave. Oh yeah, it's the Jeep wave. You're yeah. you're supposed to put you rest your your wrist on the top of the steering wheel right. and flip two fingers up like a peace sign like this, and uh, and everybody does that. And I just thought I don't drive with my hands up on the wheel like that, and I'm not going to just be like waving, you know, insanely at everybody going by. So I adopted the nod early on. They come up, they right. wave. Yeah, I give them I give them the nod, and they're happy. A big smile and off they yeah. go, right? And but it's the weirdest thing. I don't know if there's any other kind of cars out there. I'm sure there must be. There's got where, be. yeah, where where people kind of band together. Whoever owns this one brand motorcycles, of car. they do that. They give the little sort of upside down peace sign. Yeah, the, the two, two fingers. fingers. I feel oh, like yeah, motorcycles have more of a rivalry though. Nope, they kind uh, of you know also I mean? like each other. Like you could have somebody with like a Harley motorcycle go up to somebody with like a nice looking expensive scooter, and you could have them like not like each other because they don't like the same motorcycle. You know? Okay. Well, a scooter because it's not, not the same. I call it a scooter, but it's more but, like a scooter looking cycle. You know? Well, if you've got yeah. like a twelve hundred cc motorcycle. And you've got like a 95cc <laughs> little scooter. Right. How much respect are you going to have? You're not going to get much. Little... No, no. No. So speaking of the nod, something really weird happened to me one time. I just, I had read this book about body language. I love, love, love studying body language. And in this book, it's saying that you can connect really well with people if you have good eye contact with them. So the next day I go to work. I'm working at Chopper's Drug Mart. And I'm like thinking, okay, I'm going to try this eye contact thing. So when the customers come in, I just make sure I look up I look at them. I'm like, hi. And uh, so some guy walks in, this man, he's like, oh, maybe 60 years old, right? And I was about 40. So he says, hi, how are you? And I said, good. And I got my eyes on him, right? I'm like, and, and then he's got his eyes right on me. And I'm thinking, oh, this guy has like eye contact too, right? So then he walks up to me and he starts talking. So long have you worked there? And, and his eyes are like just staring at my eyes. And so then at that point, I thought, okay, you want to play this game, man? I'll play this game. So I just kept staring at him <laughs> and he was staring at me. We had this conversation. Then the next thing I, I'm like, he's standing like six inches away from my face. Like he's trying to intimidate me with his stare. And <laughs> we're still having a conversation, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to let this guy win, right? What kind of conversation? <laughs> so he's like, oh, so you've worked here a long time. And then all of a sudden he gives me the nod and he goes, you're going to go. He says, you're going to go far. You've got good eye contact. And it just made me laugh. I thought that was really weird. Like, yeah. That sounds really strange. It, it, it was a strange. It was Like, like somebody who re re read the book on you know, how to make perfect eye contact and be successful for the rest of your life because of <laughs> like your you eye contact. Like you just read the same book as me the day <laughs> yeah, before. Maybe. I'm like, you want to play this game? I'm not going to stop looking. That's no. too funny. I have a favorite, I could tell. Uh, a favorite eye contact method that I, mm. I, like, to, I like to use a lot. Whereas um, you got to make it so the actual 
way you should be looking is not at their eyes. So you need okay. to you need to make it both focus on something else, but then eye contact is like the opposite of when you're looking away. Where when you make eye contact, that's like. Do you, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> not at all. Okay, okay. can what? you back that up a little bit and <laughs> yeah. and try this again? This is very okay. hard to explain. So okay, let's okay. say let's say you're making eye contact with somebody, right? Right. Every now and then you kind of look away just to break the eye contact a bit, make it a little more natural, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if you reverse that, right? So you're looking at something else, but every now and then you look at their eyes and then look away because your focus, both of your focus should be on something else. And your way to do that is uh, face your body away from them. Like, let's say you're both standing watching a concert, right? So now you're both yeah. facing the concert. Concert is the center of attention. But every now and then you turn your head to look at them while you're talking. Or when you're watching TV. Yeah, that seems like more of a natural thing to do. So, yeah. so you, you never you never face your body towards the person. When you walk up to somebody, face your body immediately to the side. <laughs> yeah, like why would this guy walk up like six inches away from my face that, and be talking? Like That's really strange. He wanted me to break eye contact first. If anybody... He was doing it on purpose. ...invaded my personal space like that, I would absolutely say something i <laughs> would I would absolutely i wouldn't put up with that for yeah, a me second too. well i probably yeah. wouldn't uh, i'd well, say guy come on at that point i knew that he knew that we were both thinking the same you thing. both read the same time magazine article mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no it, it was a book oh i bought a few of those books oh I, i'm sorry it was a whole them. book <laughs> it was okay. teaching me things like Oh. Like how to stare people down in a grocery store? Eye no, contact like, is very hard to get used to. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not everybody's it's tough to pull off. Yeah, it's not everybody's personality for yeah. sure. Most of the time it's pretty easy, but when you get like one cuckoo like that who's like, Okay, I'm gonna eye contact you, well then mm-hmm. that was pretty well, strange. Like but just to acknowledge someone when they walk in, just look at them, Hi, how are you? and then right. look away, right? But this guy just kept staring, and I'm like, staring back. Okay, we're on. <laughs> yeah, I've talked to a lot of people who won't ever look at your eyes. They'll always just look down. And so it's kind of awkward, gonna, yeah. I'm going to tell you something that is everybody needs to hear. Okay? Okay. okay. I, I've got my finger on the editing button. Okay, good, good. This is one thing yeah. that I've learned about body about body language. Gotcha. And it's it's very true. When people hug... Okay, you hug somebody. If they really like Ooh, the hug. I know where this is going. They're, they're going in for the hug. Yeah. But when they're ready to let go, they always give you the bat pa- back, back oh. pat. Or if someone doesn't want to be hugged, they're going to give you the back pat right away. It's the universal sign for it's time to let go. So people will always be like, okay, um, oh, hi, how are you? Give the hug. And if they're patting your back, they're just like, let go of me. As soon well, as you feel that pat, everybody knows it's time to let go. So then if we were to use that, take a play, take a page out of that playbook for the person who goes like six inches away from your mm-hmm. face, then a face pat would be, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't that be appropriate? Yeah. A face yeah, pat. Yeah. yeah. yeah just I like, thought you were tap, going tap, somewhere tap. completely different with that. <laughs> really? What were you going to say? Well, I yeah. thought you were going to, because there, there's a famous body language thing where depending on how people hug you. Or if they walk up to you and then they put their arms around you, but they put their right arm over the left arm or their left arm over the right arm or their right arm over your shoulder and then left arm under your left arm. Do you know what I mean? 
It sounds that like was an awful a, lot to process. Sounds like a pretzel. <laughs> it sounds like you're very twisted. Up. Yeah, like we're playing Twister or something. Okay, let's say someone like hugs you right now. Okay, they're gonna yeah. wrap their arms okay. around you. Okay, what side are they on? Are on they facing back. me? Yeah, on their uh, like normal hug. <laughs> on their back. <laughs> <laughs> they are laying on their Let back. <laughs> Let me finish. On the back of the person you're hugging, are you gonna be your arms wrapped around them? Okay. Is your okay. right arm over your left arm? Are your arms crossed? Is your left arm over your right arm? Right? Wait, okay. There's so a lot of body if, language. But if dad that. and I were hugging, my arms would be lower, his would be higher. Are your arms I over think, their shoulders? Or is it like a very romantic hug? You know what I mean? Oh. Right, right. Right. So you're now. saying if your arms are up on the neck or something this is a romantic hug yeah there's a lot of body language in the way you hug somebody or one person has exceedingly short legs that all yeah yes, it would yes, be yes. really creepy like if i went to hug the pastor <laughs> and i put my arms around his neck right <laughs> it just it looks awkward doing that in any public situation yeah. but affectionately it works Okay. That would be just really creepy. Or like the big, oh, like every time you watch people coming home from like the military, they always give that big hug where it's like the right arm over the shoulder and it's like a huge bear hug almost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. a very, very family loving hug. Yeah. 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 That's nice. I that, love that. that. Oh, when they're lot. coming home from the military. I mean, there's one more. The there's, I could think of. there's one more thing about body language that I remember from my books is that people will mirror your people tend to mirror your actions so if you're at a party for example and then you say I hate to be the one that says this like well you know what I have to be going and you get up to put on your coat someone else is going to put on their coat yes and then all of a sudden the party is over yeah it's a chain reaction no one wants to be the first or if you're in a restaurant and you order dessert (laughs) then people order dessert too they're like yeah you know what I think I'm going to order dessert too like people really mirror other people's actions yeah that's That's why I hate leaving places being the first person to leave because I know it'll make other people leave yeah yeah that's true like if I'm at a party and it's like oh I should go go to work like too early in the party and then I leave and then someone else leaves because I did it's just like well yeah right don't leave. Hey, I was going to say, Nathaniel, um, guess what time it is? Yeah, it's 10. Bring <laughs> down the word, bird. <laughs> don't have to really you guess. know what? I, I don't know yeah, if I'm allowed 10, to say that. It? Bring down the word, bird. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that guy's going to sue us. He's going to get my uh, after you. I don't remember his name. The children's entertainer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be worried too. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think there's too much power in court with that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. I so think you I know have exactly what time it is. You have you have the sealed envelope. Is that how this is done? Yep. Because I'm verse I'm of out the of the week. loop. The envelope, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bible verse of the week. Have you ever tipped? Oh, that's your cue, by the way. Yeah, I'm looking for it. But here's a quick question <laughs> okay. while I'm looking. Have you ever sure. tipped an amount and then felt genuinely terrible afterwards because you felt like it wasn't enough? No. I tend to no? tip high. I've done no, that. I usually get in trouble a lot with tipping too much. I think I, I tipped saw video the other 50 day. cents once because <laughs> I, oh, I didn't know how the machine worked. So. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I think I that's was funny. trying to tip like five bucks because it was a big, big order. But then uh, I put 50 cents and oh. I was like, it's like, oh, here's a little treat for you. 
So I, I was talking to my sister, and she told me that she way over tipped once at a place. And I said, I'm not going to tell you what the number was, but I said, I'm just going to make up a number. I said to her, was it 4736 by any chance? And she was like, how did you know that? And I was like, I've done the same thing. We had the same bank code, eh? And, did you just um, publicly say your bank code? No, I didn't. Yes. <laughs> I, no, I gave you a fake. I gave you a fake oh, number. Okay, gotcha. oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it was so weird because we just like, by accident, instead of putting your bank code in, you put it where the tip goes. I've never and then, done that. No. We've each done that. And we had the same code because it was something from our past that we both put the same there code There are on. a lot of people that don't know their own bank code, but they can still type it out. Because a oh, lot just of people by position follow, on the key follow patterns on the keypad. I'm like that, like the top four corners kind of guy, or like I'll do like maybe a diagonal line. So like top left mm-hmm. corner to the bottom right corner. People will just kind of have those patterns on it. That's what I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell you my code to get into my phone. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a Z or something. Well, how uh, long are your codes? You. Do you guys have complicated <laughs> codes on your phone? Four digits. Yeah. I got a complicated one, and I'm really fast at typing it now. What is it? I'll tell you how many numbers are. One second. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's 4746. It is 11 digits. What? Wow. Yeah, and Why I can, would you I can do type that? in it about three seconds really fast. Why would you put such a long... Because I memorized the long... number so well, and no one's ever going to get it in my phone. Oh, that's just, mm. that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, All right. It's a great yeah, number. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's my huh. favorite number. Anyway, so did you find the envelope? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> got it. I got it here. <laughs> okay. Uh, you all ready? I guess, yeah. You all ready for it's this? It's always a surprise to me. I don't know what you're going to say. Who starts a sentence with a but? All right, here we go. I do, sometimes. (laughs) But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5.8. Still never going to learn how to pronounce that. What, Romans? Romans 5.8. Romans 5.8. You just did it perfectly. Chapter 5, verse 8, verse 5, chapter 8. Who knows? No, no, no. no. chapter. You don't have to say chapter, verse. You just say Romans 5.8. Yeah, Romans 5.8. That's good. Okay, I did it. You did well. I did it. Do you guys remember what it was? That while we were yet Yet sinners, sinners. God demonstrated his love for us. Bit paraphrased, Uh, but yeah. That's a bit paraphrased. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. God demonstrates his own love for for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. I think when I hear that and what I've used a few times on my blog about that, is that that doesn't give us any kind of excuse when we look at that for treating people or for not loving people who treat us badly. Because if we are waiting for people to treat us good before we love them like God loves us, then we're really missing the mark. Because when Jesus went to the cross, he went to the cross for everybody who was a sinner. For he went to the for, to the cross for the same people who were crucifying him and said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think it's real shame when people only love 
people who are really lovable, people who are agreeable. Um, and, and that's a sad state that I think our world is in right now. But agape love is an unconditional love. It's a love that is that reaches out to you regardless of who you are or what you have done. And, and I think that's amazing love. That's a kind of love like the moon, again, that lesser light that we're supposed to be reflecting the light of Christ. And to me, the greatest light that we can reflect is the way that we love people. The other thing I was going to say too, that was, yeah, that's really good. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that um, when it comes to Christ, everybody thinks about you know the suffering of Christ being when he went to the cross, when he was crucified. And so the, the thing though is that he suffered a lot before that, right from the beginning of his ministry. He, th- he said things like, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And he basically wandered all over the land of Israel and was chased out, was, you know, was threatened. They almost threw him off of a cliff in mm-hmm. Nazareth. It, it was nothing but trouble. And even when he was surrounded with the crowds of people, they were wanting to make him king and he had to slip away from there. I mean, he really didn't have any rest. And I mean, I think that's pretty clear when um, they went across the Sea of Galilee in the boat and then the storm comes up and, and it says that Jesus was at the back of the boat with his head on a pillow sleeping. I mean, he was probably exhausted all the time because he would take the evenings, he would slip away and he'd go and pray, mm-hmm. you know, into the late night and, and maybe all night. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's really interesting when you start reading sort of in between and, and kind of piecing all of those things together. He did not have an easy life. Never, never yeah. mind. I mean, the crucifixion, absolutely horrendous. But even before that, um, you know, he had so many enemies. He was running for his life all the time and, and really had no rest at all. That's interesting. One thing that, that reminded me of when you said he didn't have any rest at all was that um, there was there when we read the story of John the Baptist and how um, his head was given to uh, that woman at, at the party. He mm-hmm. was beheaded and his head was served on a platter. To the daughter or, yeah. It was served to the daughter's mother, actually. The daughter requested it. Requested it. Yeah, yeah and it was served to the daughter's mother. Okay. So this is like the most horrendous know, right? thing <laughs> that can happen. And this was a friend of Jesus. This was his relative. His, the mothers had been together when they, when the, when they were pregnant. This was her cousin Elizabeth, right? So John the Baptist was his second cousin. He was the forerunner of Jesus. And now it says that they came and told Jesus what happened to John the Baptist. And it says that he went away to be by himself. Yep. So he's going off to have this time of grieving just when he finds out, out that his friend has been beheaded. Mm-hmm. And what happens is 5,000 people follow that's him right. out. And then what does he do? He deals with... He has with, compassion on them. It says right. that um, having compassion on them, he wanted to feed them before they went away. That's, yep. that's amazing. That's what I mean, though, is that he, he never... He didn't take his time off and say, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm grieving no. right now, leave me alone. It was like there was not even a moment's rest. Like he probably only grabbed sleep whenever... Well, 
while you say that, I'm just having a drink. There had to be a moment's rest. <laughs> Middle of a sentence. <laughs> I have no doubt that he took a Sabbath day of rest. Okay. So he would have had that. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. But I, I think... I don't but know about that. But during the others, you don't know about that? Well, it was a commandment from the Lord. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. What? S- okay. Sabbath day of rest. Give me, a, give me a definition. Okay, when God created the earth, right. he created it in six days, and on the seventh day he rested. Yes. And he commanded that um, honor the Sabbath day. That was one of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Honor the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So a Sabbath means a rest. The word oh, Sabbath. Okay. But, so they would always rest from their work. And it talks about that a lot in scripture about resting from your work. Right. But don't forget, though, there were instances where um, Jesus and the disciples were walking through a wheat field and rolling the wheat and eating it. And the Pharisees said, you're breaking the, the Sabbath. And he's and Jesus' response was that um, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. And so that's that's why I'm saying that is that yeah I think in that way we're not supposed to judge as far as Sabbath days go and how people celebrate their Sabbath but I would think he would have been an example to people well, to take that Sabbath oh I like this okay so we're gonna have this this debate here because I would have said that um, when it comes to um, Christ saying to the Pharisees over and over again if somebody has you know a a donkey and it falls into a pit will you not pull it out so christ healed on the sabbath and that was against pharisaic law you know and so he did good which means he probably also walked farther than he should have on a sabbath in order to you know, to heal, to help, to minister to people and do all of the things that he, that he Well, I have did. no doubt that if he was taking his Sabbath day and somebody fell down in front of him, that he wouldn't stop to help that purse out, person out because the Lord says that I would rather have mercy than sacrifice. Throughout scripture, we mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. But that doesn't give us an excuse then to step out of God's will and say, no, I'm not going to take this day of rest because I'm going to, you know, and use those as excuses. I think that would just be an excuse. I'm saying just for the case of Christ. Wouldn't that be an exception to the rule, but not the well, rule itself? Well, I think Christ is, this is what I'm getting to, is I think Nathaniel, Christ... Nathaniel, help us out here. Yeah, help us out here. <laughs> Anytime, jump in. But I was going to say that I think Christ is the exception to the rule because he was just about doing good all the time, right? And so he constantly was traveling and healing and, you know, and teaching. And so, um, yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Sabbath, if, if he did these things to teach people that it is, it is okay to do good on the Sabbath. And um, because we know there's several instances where he, he actually uh, didn't follow the, the Pharisaic Sabbath law. And he even said that man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath for the man. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I think we just opened a can of worms there. <sighs> Too many worms. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm just looking up a Bible <laughs> verse here. Get, give me one second. Okay, okay. Maybe that's... Oh, forget it. I was going to make a joke about... Anyway. So, yeah. About see, the city of, of in Germany, Worms. Oh, we also oh, see that them too. That would have been pretty funny. Well, they no. Well, see, here's the funny thing: is that they used to call the council meetings diets, and so it was always the diet of worms. Oh, that's great. 
It's great. It is. Yeah. I like in that. high school, my teacher just loved loved that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, in verse uh, this verse twenty eight of Mark chapter two, he says, "So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath." Yes. But I also think that we have to take the whole Bible in context and say that God gave us the Sabbath, a day of rest for a very good reason. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that we can't go for a walk? Does that mean that we can't do this and that? It means that that we can celebrate the Sabbath day, each one of us, that we should not be judging other people in how they celebrate it, but that we should be taking that one day aside as a day to to have off and to cease from our work that's what i think like i think we should cease from our work on that day okay because if you don't cease from your work on that day are you saying then that i don't trust god that the other six days of the week i can make enough money now now maybe you if like someone like nathaniel can't always have sunday off which or Saturday, which was the Jewish Sabbath, you know, uh, whatever day that you celebrate it. But you do have that one day off. And I think that's really important that people do that. If we make people work seven days a week, then and or if we choose ourselves to say, you know what, I'm I, I know that that I can work these days. I'm 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 strong. I don't need a break. I'm going to get ahead. I want my company to get ahead. So I'm going to work straight through and I'm not going to take a break. Then we are not really trusting that God will provide for our needs by saying, God, I'm going to take this one day off because but some people it's a day to just to do it. honor you. Need to do what? Need to work those extra days. Cause, Why? Cause there are a lot of jobs that just don't pay well enough. I think then, like I'm saying, you're not trusting God. Okay. Because if, if, if you, yeah. So why don't work overtime on the other days, but take one day off of rest. Oh, that's what you mean. Not saying that you can't bounce a ball or that you can't do overtime or work 10 hours a week. I mean, 10 hours a day, if that's what you need to do. But I think that there, that this You're day just saying should it's, be it's a more good, of a relaxing thing. Yeah. That's just fair. for your own well-being. Yeah. Right. For your own well-being, for mm -hmm. your body. Like there's a reason that God tells us this for our body, our soul and our spirit. We need to have that, that time of unwinding, even for our mind to just be like, this work is too much for us to do seven days a week. We need that one day where we can just unwind and think about other things. Maybe go to the zoo with your kids Ooh. and, you know, do something. It's too cold now. Make a snowman, but do something that is kind of set apart as different and as relaxing for those days. I mean, that's that's a little bit of a different thing. So, I mean, if you're going to compare that with, with the Sabbath and the way that the Sabbath laws were all strictly kept... I mean, what you're saying is it, it is a good thing to, to, to manage your time properly, not to overwork, um, to leave time for family and all of those things. Totally agree. Totally agree. You don't want to be working 10 hours a day, seven days a week um, mm -hmm. without any kind of break. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. But I, I wouldn't agree that it's that's tied right into Sabbath laws and things. And then with with Christ um he introduced it was true it was a full he was a fulfillment of the law right so that was that was sort of an old pharisaic law but under the new law um we've got the holy spirit um that that's in us and teaching us and you know and we've got the word of god 
that you know that that we're we're reading it and we're studying it and you know so it is different now but but i totally agree that people should be um absolutely not working themselves to death especially if it's all about money i mean that just adds that's just another what if it's about passion then if, if it's a hobby, if it's something that you look at that you that maybe energizes you because right. you just you just love it so much. I mean, well, I mean, if you have a hobby that you want to do seven days a week for a couple of hours a day or something, sure. But I don't know anybody who would be able to do a well, I guess a passion. You're saying more like a career? Yeah. A career that you love. Okay. Like let's say I get a career I, in making music. I'd want to do that seven days a week. You will for a while, but I agree with mom on this it one. It might not be good for your mind, though. No. Like, no. With writing, if I don't go out and talk to people and see people, I don't have any, I don't have any inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that, that you probably could do that because you are under grace. So, yes, you can do that. But is it the best thing for you? Or did God put the Sabbath day in place so that he would show us a better way? And that's, that's what I'm thinking is that there is a better way than just doing music all the time. And, um, that you should have that time off where you're, you are laughing, mm. enjoying, you know, doing something different so that you are inspired to come back to that work again and get back to it. There Agree or not? You spend this first six days making the world a better place. The seventh to admire what you've completed. Did you just look that up online? Nope. Are you serious? That's, that's improv right there. <laughs> wow, yeah. that was really good. That's what God did. That's, he created you should have seen her eyes just went <laughs> like really, huge. You just made that up. I you did. should be writing quotes for Time Warp Wife. Shit, I'm going to be sharing those. But yeah, that's what God did. He stopped and he, he said, looked back on it all, and he said, it is good. That's right. At, and he looked at what he had made. You got to take time to appreciate your work. Yeah. It's also by celebrating the Sabbath. You guys are on a roll here. Yeah. We are, <laughs> we are, um, oh, what do we call it? We're showing the, the, the we're um, illustrating okay. the eternal Sabbath Ooh. that we will one day have when, when we rest eternal sleep. from this world, that when we are eternal <laughs> sleep, when we, when we go to heaven and everything is said and done. Yes. That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that Sabbath that is yet to come, it's, it kind of points to that one that we believe in the coming Christ and, that, and the rest from our work here on earth. Well, I just, I just realized that we are going really over time here. <laughs> We are. We went under time last week, so if you That's don't like true. that, just and we had a pause. listen We're to fine. the ten weeks. <laughs> we did. We had. They don't know that though. That you uh, snuck off to the bathroom right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Really interrupted it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we threaded it pretty good that no one will be able to That's tell. That's true. So we are going to close off the podcast now. And make sure that you go to our website at timewarpwife.com. Check out our Bible studies. Bible studies. Yeah. Daily devotions, yep. Marriage prayers, yes, and look for Nathaniel's music online. Just Ooh. search Nathaniel Schacht and Marriage Podcast. Yes, we do have the Five Minute Marriage Podcast. Yes, every day, every day, every, every day. So day. that's all for this week. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>